0: Friends, it's Jean here, and you are listening to the Fesh Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things strength, conditioning, technique, and mindset to help you crush your Irish dancing goals. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, or if you don't, make sure to go follow me at at are you You know I'm constantly asking about what you guys want to learn when it comes to Irish dance strength and conditioning. One of the things I hear over and over again from you guys is that you want more help with stamina training. Not only the physical side, but the mental side as well. That's what we're going to talk about today. How to train both physically and mentally for stamina. But first, if you like this podcast, please make sure to rate and share it with a friend. I don't do paid ads or make any money off of doing these episodes, and I want to be able to keep giving you guys as much free value as possible. So real quick, pause this episode, leave the podcast a review if you like it, and share it with your friend when you are done listening. Okay, let's talk stamina. If you were to sign up for a 100 meter dash race, how would you train? Would you go outside and run 10 miles, 20 miles, or would you do shorter sprints, closer to 100 meters? How about a marathon? If you were to sign up for a marathon today, would you go run a few sprints up and down your block and feel like you're ready to go? What about a high jump competition? Would you do the same training for a high jump competition that you would for a marathon? Probably not. Or if you did, it probably wouldn't end up very pretty. Let's talk about why and how this relates to Irish dance training. I'm first going to talk about the physical side here, and then we'll get into the mental side. So the physical side first any muscle contraction or force our body produces requires a molecule called ATP. And when ATP is broken down, it releases energy. We use this energy to generate force. Dance, you know, running, singing, laughing, sleeping, walking, whatever it is, okay? We need ATP for everything. Your body relies on three different energy producing systems to help us generate ATP, aka energy. Here is this notes version of the what and when of those three different systems. First off, we have the ATP PC system. The name isn't as important as you knowing what this system does. So the ATP PC system is used for high power short duration activity The ATP PC system uses our body's readily available stored ATP. Okay, so the ATP is right there. We can use it for a quick burst of energy, but it only lasts for about 12 seconds max. So think of jumping as high as you can or sprinting as fast as you can up a flight of stairs. That's where your ATP PC system comes into play. Second, we have our glycolytic system. The glycolytic system is used for moderate power, short duration activities. So it kicks in from about 10 seconds to like 2 minutes. This one is really important because it is what we use primarily in dance. The third system is called the oxidative system. So oxidative, think with oxygen. Okay, oxidative, oxygen. We rely on oxygen when using this system so it lasts longer than 2 minutes. This is low power, long duration, like going on that casual three-mile Sunday stroll. Long distance running can also fall into that category as well. You don't just use one of these systems alone. All of these systems are always working together at some capacity. It just depends on your duration and level of exertion that determines what level each system is working and which system is the predominant system. Here's what's most important how do you use these systems practically in your dance training because it's great if you know what the things are but how do you actually use this information our dances last around a minute and a half so it's important we train our body to produce a maximum force for that time frame we want to train our glycolytic system to be crazy strong and efficient if you can run a 5k that's great but it's focusing on an entirely different energy system than your treble jig. If the judges looked at who could do the most treble jigs in 20 minutes, we'd consider more of a 5K plan. But what we want in dance is quick, explosive, intense dancing, for around 90 seconds, you know, give or take, depending on the dance, and rather than how long can you do a treble jig. You know, maybe the 20-minute race treble jigging could be a new category at competitions, (laughs) but that honestly sounds completely awful. All right, so energy system training also comes into play when talking about how many steps to go all the way through when you're practicing or adding in steps during your stamina training and dancing. So if you don't more than four steps when you're practicing in a row, you will be switching into more of the oxidative system versus staying in that powerful, super important glycolytic system. Instead of continuously just adding more steps and, you know, doing five steps and then six steps and then seven steps in a row when you're dancing, when it comes to stamina training, try this. Do a hard round full out of three to four steps, then take time to recover until you're fully recovered and repeat. If we just keep adding more and more steps, it's, it's like following a 5K training program when we want to run a 400 meter race. We're gonna talk about what you can do cross-training-wise too when it comes to stamina. But keep in mind that there is nothing quite as hard as doing a treble jig or hornpipe all the way through. Personally, I've done marathons, climbed mountains, I've done CrossFit, Tough Mudder, obstacle course races, like you name it, and there's literally nothing (laughs) that compares to doing a hard shoe dance all the way through that I've come across. So if you want to improve your stamina and hard shoe, you've got to put in the all the way throughs and put in the stamina work in your hard shoes. There's no way around it. Adding in some additional cross-training stamina work can be helpful if you feel like you aren't getting everything you need out of your stamina work in practice, but you've got to make sure you're doing stamina work when you're practicing in your hard shoes too. Okay, so here's how cross-training comes into play here. In dance, we have a lot of the same jumping up and down on our toes, kicking our bum, or hopefully kicking our bum, and turning out. If you have a history of overuse injuries or are a dancer who knows you have limits at the moment when it comes to dancing full out for an extended period of time, supplementing your dance stamina with some lower impact stamina work or adding in some more varied movements with plyometrics can help This doesn't have to be anything super duper elaborate and fancy, and I'm gonna break it down right now, trying to make it as simple as possible. So if you're trying to put together a cross-training stamina plan, you'll wanna pick a movement, and it can be just about anything. It can be running, biking, rowing, swimming, said plyometrics, you can do a combination of them, you know, anything really. On week one, you'll start with short intervals and take longer recovery times. I like to start with 30 seconds on and 60 seconds off. And by off, I usually incorporate some type of active recovery like walking or slow biking or stepping side to side, whatever it is. Then over time, you'll slowly increase your work time until you hit about 90 seconds to two minutes. As you do that, you'll increase your recovery time as well. Then once you hit the full 90 seconds to two minute mark, you can work on decreasing your recovery time for an extra challenge. The reason we start off slow is because our body can adapt to anything, but it needs time to adapt. This is where dancers tend to make a big mistake they will start a new stamina training plan and just completely go balls to walls right away and do like two minutes on 30 seconds off or just like you know as many burpees as possible or whatever it is and if you make giant jumps in your training or your dance volume right away that's where injuries tend to happen the way we get stronger is we overload our muscles a little bit and then our body adapts to that and then we overload it a little bit and then it adapts to that, okay? It's called the principle of overload. We're constantly overloading, okay? And then recovering, so we get stronger and our body repairs itself, and then we overload, okay? And we keep going and going, and that's how we get stronger. It's not from doing one giant leap into training and then getting injured and riding the injury roller coaster. Anyways, okay, Whew. I get kind of, I get worked up over that one. <laughs> um, and remember, guys, cross-training doesn't completely replace dance all the way throughs so it only supplements it let's go a bit more into how to strategically do all the way throughs while practicing there is something in training world called the law of specificity This rule says the greater the similarity between practice and the desired performance, the more effective it is. I'm going to repeat that one more time. The greater the similarity between practice and the desired performance, the more effective it is. In other words... If you want to get really good at doing your treble jig all the way through, you've got to do your treble jig all the way through, okay? If you want to get really good hard shoe stamina, you've got to do more hard shoe. Everyone is a bit different, but an easy framework to start with when it comes to doing hard shoe stamina is start with one time all the way through each dance for a few weeks. until it starts to feel a bit easier then you'll increase it to two times all the way through making sure you have recovery in between each full round don't do them just you know right away and then by majors time or by like your competition date time you want to be able to do about three to four full runs with keeping things relatively clean Okay, we're not trying to do full four runs and then have everything be super sloppy. So increase slowly uh, so your body has time to adapt and you can do these things in a controlled, productive fashion. Doing your travel jig will never become super easy. That's not what we're going for here because you'll always wanna push yourself and the more fit you get in your stamina work, you'll wanna be able to push yourself even more, but you can get to a point where you won't be completely dead at the end or you won't look dead at the end. Okay, so that's a bit about the physical side. Um, Let's go into the mental side of stamina here as well. So at some point during stamina, we all hit this place where our brain goes, guys, this is awful. (laughs) We're running out of energy. Should we just like back down a little bit? Should we keep going? Maybe we should just take it a little bit easy here. When that happens, there are many factors of what's going on there physically, but the mental game is what can really make or break us when it comes to improving our stamina. If you don't master the mental game of stamina, you'll forever be in this taking it easy mindset when it comes to your all the way throughs so we have to learn how to get out of the I'm going to hold back and just pace myself mindset and shift into I'm going to attack and keep going and really seeing how far I can push myself side of stamina mindset (laughs) okay so here are three different things you need to focus on mentally when it comes to stamina number one so this one is kind of both physical and mental at the same time but you need to make breathing a priority okay so if you're not breathing you physically can't dance to your fullest potential a lot of dancers see breathing as an afterthought and say they just completely forget to breathe when when it comes to breathing you need to make sure you're breathing fully through your whole dance your breath is part of your dance Not something extra you don't need to worry about. So when you practice, focus on syncing your breath with your movements. Tossing breathing to the side and only remembering it when you're dying doesn't work. Practice breathing like you do anything else. Like you practice your rhythm, like you practice your turnout, like you practice your posture, practice your breathing. Number two. The next thing that can help with your mental stamina game is to zone in on one thing in your dancing. When you are tired, it's easy to start focusing on how tired you are. (laughs) Focusing on how tired you are and how you can't wait for the dance to be over and how like you never want to do trouble jig again doesn't help anything. Rather than focusing on being tired, really zone in on one thing you can work on in your dancing. For example, kicking your bum, or maybe turning out that back left foot. I know that's one of mine. Or (laughs) holding your upper body as steady as possible. Whatever it is, zone in on it so you're taking your focus off of I'm so tired, this sucks, blah, 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 to I am pushing myself and improving and staying calm, collected, and focused in this moment. Okay, so that's the second one. Pick one thing to focus on. Number three, so third thing here, treat every step mentally like you're only doing one step. When you do all the way throughs, if you tend to let anxious thoughts about getting tired, feeling uncomfortable, et cetera, creep in, this is a really good strategy for you. At the beginning of each step, tell yourself you're only going to do that one step. Trick yourself into thinking, oh, like I'm just gonna do the first step of my hornpipe. And then when you get to the second step, Oh, I'm just going to do the second step. Then when you get to your last half step, Oh, why not a half step? I'm already here. I'm just going to do a half step. Okay? (laughs) Tricking yourself will help put your mind at ease and break your dance down into chunks so you can challenge yourself by pushing yourself in each step rather than holding back until you get to like the left foot of your second step and then using, you know, all of your energy. The last thing that's going to help with stamina that I didn't get into too much today is strength. So this is obviously more part of the physical side, but when you are able to move your body with more ease and move it more efficiently by having a super solid lower body and core strength, you aren't going to lose as much energy through just trying to keep it together in your dancing. Like if you struggle a lot with posture and you're having to keep your body, like work your absolute hardest just to hold your body still, for a second your dancing is going to be exhausting okay you've got to develop the core and lower body strength so you can move efficiently and with a bit more ease like yes it's always going to be challenging but you want to make sure it's challenging in a way where you're like being powerful and not just trying to hold it together if you are struggling with stamina and you are not doing strength training start adding it in like ASAP That means training big muscle groups like your core, your glutes, your quads, hamstring, calves, as well as the muscles in your feet. There are lots of different options for strength training, but Irish dance strength is pretty specific since you move differently than other athletes. So like I've worked as like a regular trainer and as an Irish dance trainer for years. And the way Irish dancers have to train is Very different than, you know, a normal human or just a different type of athlete because most training programs for, you know, different kinds of athletes or just the general population doesn't help you build the strength and flexibility work required to move in these different ranges of motion. So it doesn't help you build the strength to jump off of one foot and land on one foot and land on your toe. It doesn't help you build the strength and flexibility to kick your leg up quickly and land in a pull. Okay, so it's really important that you're building not just like generic strength, I mean, That'll get you so far, but then really diving into the muscle groups and the movement patterns you need specifically as an Irish dancer. Anyway, if you are interested in getting stronger for Irish dancing, make sure to come check out my Inner Circle Program. In the Inner Circle program, it's all online and you'll find over 20 courses to help you build the strength, conditioning, flexibility, and technique you need to move your dancing to the next level. When you start the program, you take a quiz and it asks you about your training history, what age you are what you need to work on the most in your dancing, and then it tells you what course you need to follow. All the courses are 12 weeks. You can go at your own pace, but I do recommend you know following the schedule that it gives you for your training. There's courses to help you with thing, not only things like power, which every program includes, but the programs also include things specific like turnout, arching, Toe height, straight lines, and more. So, I take everything you guys have asked for as far as like posture and arms and all that, and said arching and turnout and toe height, create courses based on those things. Normally, if I if these programs are sold separately, each of these programs cost about $250, but instead of just selling them all separately, you get access to all of them for $99 a month or less, depending on the membership level you choose. You can learn more and get a sneak peek inside by going to www.RUFeshFit.com. If you go there, there's also a demo where you can like look inside and see how you like it. But make sure to check it out, guys, if you are a dancer wanting to get stronger, more powerful and improve your technique. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Happy fishing and I'll see you next time. Bye.